Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Shabbat Shalom. My name is Sarah Ruth and I'll be your reader today. Today is Shabbat. It is Saturday February 17th and the 8th of Adar on the Hebrew calendar. Our parasha is Trema, which means heave offering. And our reading from the parasha, our Torah portion, is Exodus chapter 27, verses 9 through 19. However, before we begin our readings, let us take a moment to Bless and thank God for his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. You are also to make a courtyard for the tabernacle. For the south side, there are to be hangings for the courtyard of finely twisted linen, 100 cubits long. There are to be 20 pillars with 20 bronze bases, and the hooks on the pillars along with their bands are to be made of silver. Likewise, for the north side, in length there are to be 100 cubit long hangings, 20 pillars, and 20 bronze bases. The hooks of the pillars and their clasps are to be made of silver. Now, for the width of the courtyard on the west side, there are to be 50 cubits of hangings, 10 pillars, and 10 bases. The width of the courtyard on the east side is to be 50 cubits. The hangings on one side of the gate are to be 15 cubits, with three pillars and three bases. For the other side, there is also to be 15 cubits of hangings, with three pillars and three bases. For the gate of the courtyard, there is to be a 20-cubit curtain of blue, purple, scarlet, and finely twisted linen. The work of a color weaver, along with their four pillars and their four bases. The pillars of the courtyard are to be banded with silver, their hooks of silver, and their bases of bronze all around. 
The length of the courtyard is to be 100 cubits, and the width 50 throughout. The height is to be 5 cubits, with hangings of finely twisted linen, with their bronze bases. All the articles of the tabernacle, for all the services there, along with all the pegs, including all the pegs of the courtyard, are to be bronze. This concludes our Torah portion for today. Next, we'll read from the Haftarah, and this is going to be a reading in 1 Kings chapter 5, verse 12 through chapter 6, verse 13. He also composed 3,000 proverbs, and his songs were 1,005. He also spoke about trees, from the cedar in Lebanon to the hyssop that grows out of the wall. And he spoke about beasts, birds, creeping things, and fish. People came from everywhere to hear the wisdom of Solomon from all kings of the earth who had heard of his wisdom. Then King Hiram of Tyre sent his servants to Solomon when he heard that they had anointed him king in place of his father, for Hiram was always a friend of David. So Solomon sent word to Hiram, saying, You know how my father David could not build a house for the name of the Lord his God because of the wars around him on every side, until the Lord put them under the soles of my feet. But now the Lord my God has given me rest on every side. There is neither adversary nor bad incident. So behold, I intend to build a house for the name of the Lord my God. As the Lord spoke to my father David, saying, Your son, whom I will set upon your throne in your place, he will build the house for my name. So now command that they cut cedars from Lebanon for me. My servants will be with your servants, and I will give you wages for your servants according to whatever you say. For as you know, there is none among us who knows how to cut timber like the Sidonians. When Hiram heard Solomon's words, he rejoiced greatly and said, Blessed be the Lord today, who has given to David a wise son over this great people. So Hiram sent word to Solomon, saying, I've heard the message that you sent to me. I will do all you desire concerning the cedar and cypress timber. My servants shall bring them down from Lebanon to the sea, and I will make them into rafts to go by sea to the place that you indicate to me. There I will break them up, and you will carry them away. Then you will accomplish my desire by giving food for my household. So Hiram kept providing Solomon with cedar and cypress and timber, as much as he desired. And Solomon gave Hiram 20,000 measures of wheat for food for his household and 20 measures of beaten oil. Thus Solomon would give to Hiram year by year. The Lord gave Solomon wisdom as he promised him. So there was shalom between Hiram and Solomon, and the two of them cut a covenant. King Solomon 
also imposed forced laborers from all Israel. The levy was 30,000 men. He sent them to Lebanon in shifts of 10,000 a month. They would stay a month in Lebanon, then two months at home. Adoniram was over the forced labor. Solomon had 70,000 porters and 80,000 stonecutters in the mountains. Besides Solomon's chief officers that were over the work, 3,300 who supervised the people who were doing the work. Then the king commanded, and they quarried great stones, costly stones, to lay the foundation of the house with cut stones. So Solomon's builders and Hiram's builders, along with the Gebelites, cut them and prepared the timber and the stones to build the house. Now it came to pass, 480 years after the children of Israel came out of the land of Egypt, in the fourth year of Solomon's reign over Israel, in the month of Ziv, which is the second month, that he began to build the Lord's house. Now the house that King Solomon built for the Lord was 60 cubits long, 20 cubits wide, and 30 cubits high. The porch in front of the sanctuary of the house was 20 cubits in length, corresponding to the breadth of the house, and its depth was 10 cubits from the front of the house. Also, for the house he made windows with artistic frames. Against the wall of the house he built a side structure surrounding both the temple and the inner sanctuary. Thus he made side chambers all around. The lowest story was five cubits wide, the middle was six cubits wide, and the third was seven cubits wide. All around, on the outside, he provided offset ledges in the wall of the house so that the beams would not be inserted into the walls of the house. For the house, while being constructed, was built of stone finished at the quarry, with neither hammer, axe, nor any iron tool heard in the house during its construction. The doorway to the lowest story of the side chambers was on the right side of the house. They went up by winding stairs to the middle story, and from the middle to the third When he finished building the house, he covered the house with beams and planks of cedar. He built the stories of the side structure against the whole house, each five cubits high, and they were fastened to the house with timbers of cedar. Then the word of the Lord came to Solomon, saying, As for this house which you are building, if you will walk in my statutes, Execute my ordinances and keep all my mitzvot by walking in them, then I will establish my word with you, which I spoke to your father David. I will dwell among the children of Israel and will not forsake my people Israel. This concludes our readings in the Haftarah. Our final portion today is coming from the Apostolic Writings. And today we're going to read from Hebrews chapter 8, verses 1 through 6. Now here's the main point being said. 
we do have such a Kohen Gadol, who has taken his seat at the right hand of the throne of the majesty in the heavens. He is a priestly attendant of the holies and the true tent, which the Lord set up, not man. For every Kohen Gadol is appointed to offer both gifts and sacrifices. So it is necessary for this one also to have something to offer. Now, if he were on earth, he would not be a Kohen at all, since there are those who offer the gifts according to the Torah. They offer service in a replica and foreshadower of the heavenlies, one that is just as Moses was instructed by God when he was about to complete the tabernacle. For he says, See that you make everything according to the design that was shown to you on the mountain. But now Yeshua has obtained a more excellent ministry insofar as he is the mediator of a better covenant, which has been enacted on better promises. And that, friends, finishes our readings on this Shabbat. I'm Sarah Ruth, reading to you from the North Georgia mountains in the USA. Shabbat Shalom from Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Until next time.